Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Being Voice. Today, we are continuing the discussion with Dan Vlasciano from Port Romania, and I'm really looking forward to this to see how he's using practically BIM and the innovative technologies at his work and uh, on his uh, projects. Hi, Dan. Nice to have you again. Hello. Hello, Petru. Uh, thanks for having me again. And because yesterday was, uh, I don't know if your viewers know, the Romanian national holiday, I just want to say uh, happy birthday for us. Yeah, happy first December. Okay, let's go ahead. Uh, What are you going to show me today? Okay, so again, thank you again for having me. And I was looking forward uh, very much for this part two uh, and maybe three. Uh, because this is the actual part where I get to push the buttons and explain exactly what I'm doing uh, at work. First of all, I will start by explaining the CD, the common data environment we use. And then from there, I will present the different uh, use cases we have here for uh, in Romania. Uh, first of all, I want to say that uh, I'm not sure how people, your viewers, Uh, approach a BRIM project or how it was done classically in other countries. But uh, here in Romania, uh, most of the the projects, the classical ways of doing uh, things is you have a server, it's uh, usually set up by the IT department, and then they give access to people and everybody feeds information, files there, PDFs, DWGs, whatever. The problem with working like that, in my opinion, is you do not really have a control of the history of the files. Uh, if there's a revision or something, a change to the project, normally what the people do, they put an underlying revision 78, whatever, something like that. You do not have control or all of the documents stored in the same place. They are just replacing it with the new one. But anyway, this was just a brief history of how projects at least at my company uh, are being dealt with in a classical way. And we at the innovation department are kind of trying to change that and disrupt the workflow a little bit. Okay, so the CD we have chosen to use is Trimble Connect. I know that also you have experience with uh, this common data environment. Yes. Uh, this was mostly set up because we already use a lot of uh, Trimble equipment on site. And when we did the first pilot project, uh, the idea for the CDE was a combination between uh, Trimble Connect and Quadri, actually. So I've worked and I am still working in Quadri, but I think it's me and one other person that were working in Quadri. It is, in my opinion, one of the best CDs available on the market, Quadri, but... For infrastructure. Yeah, sorry, 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 I'm talking... No, 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 it's fine, no problem. <laughs> in, in my head, all of the projects are infrastructure. Sorry, I'm used yeah. to that. No problem. But what we found with Quadri, okay, it is great. It is actually de a design tool also more than a CDE, but it was really complicated to get people into it. I mean, there's a lot of functionality. And we were trying to change the fundamental way in which they work. So we dialed down a little bit and started focusing more on Tremble Connect because, to be honest, it's easier to use. It's more user friendly. But hopefully in a few years, we will also have an episode uh, in which we can discuss uh, the use of Quadri in Romania. Hopefully. Years? Are you kidding me? In a few months, we can do that or weeks. 
Okay, that would be that would be great. That would be great. Okay, so going back to the CDE, uh, I will be focusing on this current project, the railway project Vidra Comana. So this is the the folder structure we have for this uh, uh, this project. It's a 13 kilometer railway project. These are the members of the project. So I also have uh, you are also here or. No, you're not here. No. The, yeah, this is from uh, from the BeamCon because I have to give them access for the Open Beam yes. Awards. And we have a lot of people, like something around 40-something people, which are some of them active, some of them not. They're using it, but uh, to be honest, not everybody on site is using it. Currently, some particular people are feeding the information within the CDE and then sharing it with other people. So at first, how we wanted to go about this? I thought that we can take one bridge from this project, a 1.3 kilometer bridge and beamificate it, let's say within the common data environment. As I said previously, in Romania, receiving IFCs or 3D models from the designers is not very common. We know that. But for this project, I was in uh, discussions with the people, the designers for the bridges, and they actually provided all of the models for the bridges. But there was no information attached or something. It was only the 3D geometry, which for our purposes was enough because I wanted to approach this as a pilot project. So what did we do? So we had the, the model. This is a combination of several 3D models, also the 3D text and the, the earthworks and so on and so forth, and the bridge from the designers, also the steel from the design. One question before you go further. Is this yes. text in an IFC format or you appended it, you added it in Trimble Connect as different elements? The 3D text? Yeah, the text and the everything, yeah, the the extra stuff that you said. Or everything is part of a IFC model. I would say there are more IFC models here. So basically we had an IFC model that was uh, the concrete works of the bridge, let's say. We had mm -hmm. another IFC which was the steel, but it was not in coordinates in real world coordinates. So I had to put it in coordinates in Trimble Connect. Okay. The 3D text is created by me in Civil 3D using Dynamo. So that's another IFC model and the Air Force are another IFC model. So in uh -huh. this particular view, you're seeing four IFC models combined in Trimble Connect. Okay. Okay. This would be the, the part of the geometry. And what did we do? So more or less we had to get a guy on site so we had a colleague of mine uh, also named petru by the way uh, <laughs> hi petru he, <laughs> he he is on site uh, he's working at the technical uh, office on on site and uh, one of his parts on site is to feed the to to feed information to this 3d model so mm -hmm. what does that mean if I go on every geometry that represents the bridge, every concrete, every pile, every elevation, every anything, we have uh, the ones with you with this uh, pen, let's say icon here, are mm -hmm. all property sets defined by us internally for the project. Uh, this can also be taken into a 
account level uh, property set but we can discuss this further so mm -hmm. what we are doing basically we are attaching information to the 3d geometry information as uh, which would be planned start planned end actual start actual end is it done is not done what type of concrete is being used here what kind of rebar and also quantities we care very much about the, the timeline and the 4d let's say and the quantities so how much concrete would have been on this foundation based on the design but what was actually executed the same for the rebar the same for the formworks so on so forth and yes as i said we've attached this information to basically all of the geometry okay your colleague is doing this on his phone on site no he's doing it on the computer it's easier to to yeah, modify uh, mm -hmm. what he says he's doing different he's also using the mobile version of tremble connect to attach um, to attach pictures and uh -huh. other stuff to the geometry but i will get back to this okay okay so because he has completed all of the information what does this now allow us to do so you could yeah of course go and click every individual element to see what's happening but more usable really really usable workflow would be something like this so we came up with our own filters here we can filter the information based on the properties however we want so basically what you're seeing here it's asking me is the object executed yes no and then what type of object so having set up everything like this we can now go very easily and do something along these lines so what does this mean everything that is green, green is executed mm. is already built exactly and what is with red it needs to be uh, built okay yeah. nice but we can now go even further so we can now go on a type of element level and see effectively every for every axis of the bridge when it has been executed and when it started when it ended how much volume should have been there how much volume was actually executed and information like that so like this and working in such a way now allows us very easily to go print and create <laughs> this kind of report i mean this type of workflow what's happening here basically for every element of the bridge on site they already tracked this data but what was happening they were having like 50 excel files different excel files that were not linked to one another and yeah so somebody was completing one excel file somebody another one and so on and so forth it, it, the information was there i would say it was uh, scattered all over the physical server so basically what we are doing it's not rocket science or something we are just taking the the information that is already available for the people on site and just translating it here in the cde i would like to call this a single source of truth let's say mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that's all we are doing okay and honestly i didn't know at first when we started this pilot project what to expect but 
The people on site were really happy when we showed them all of this. So happy, in fact, that they asked me if I cannot, if I can't model the whole railway. Okay, I didn't understand what they, they mean exactly. So they said everything. Okay, and <laughs> I tried to model everything based on their request. So this is another view I've created in which yeah, of course, we still have the, the big bridge that's uh, here and has the same information it showed you already attached. But I also modeled in Silver 3D the actual earthworks and then split them using Dynamo in intervals of 25 meters and also added all of the bridges. And now the people on site, when they want to see what's happening on site, they use this view. Another thing that they are doing, and this is uh, this word their idea they wanted to do this so they are adding attachments to the 3d models so meaning what for example photos you can see in the the file name the date the photo was taken and you know that it's the it's corresponded to the geometry mm -hmm. so something like this that's how that looked on the date of i don't know uh, 20 may 24 this mm -hmm. year other things they are doing so basically they are adding actually adding like uh, side dispositions and uh, reports based on yeah so this would be some photos taken here uh, but as i said they are using it to also store pdfs with um I'm, I'm not sure the word in English. The report, if it's correct or not, I'm, I'm not sure of the, the English word for that. Yeah. But yeah, all of this, it was more or less, I started with the bridge. I wanted to prove that this could be done and I was happy. They, after that, came to me and said, let's do more, let's do more. And that was very inspiring, let's say. And I didn't expect it at first, but apparently there is, there actually is a desire from the people on the site to actually start using this and working like this, which I found quite amazing. And yeah, actually that's proud. actually a, a big challenge, like uh, getting everyone on board to buy when you start using new tools. Why do you think your guys, your team is interested? Why would be some, some reasons? behind why they are excited about these new things the people on this particular site in the technical department uh, fortunately are um, younger let's say than than the normal uh, than some some of my colleagues so they are very prone to 3d to stuff like that new it's technology easier, exactly yeah. to new technology it's easier for them to understand something visually and I, I would think that this would be one of the motives. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Another thing that uh, I found on this site, as I said, we had to, to get a guy specifically to do this. We tried this on uh, different sites with the people already there. And to be honest with you, it, this approach was easier. We know that we have one or two people on site which this is not his only job as i said he's in the technical department but he needs to do this it takes like 15 minutes every day maximum for him to update the 3d model but in my opinion there should be somebody on site designated to do something like this this is what i found the important somebody designated on site to feed in the information captured yes. there 
Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I would say that this would be a correct approach. Okay, more or less, this was what I wanted to show you guys with uh, the railroad project. And now let's get into more complicated stuff. <laughs> okay, what you are seeing here, this is a 10 kilometer motorway project that is in the design phase currently. And we will be starting work here next year. And based on the success of the railway project, I and my colleagues all agreed that we will be implementing something uh, similar, adding attributes to the geometry for the whole motorway. So not only one bridge, but everything on the motorway. So as I said, this is a 10 kilometer motorway, which has mm -hmm. eight or nine bridges, something like that, a 1.3 kilometer tunnel, which we also split in, I think, pieces of eight meters and to track everything. The good thing here is the discussions with the designers. Based on the dis discussions with the designers, this will be the first site since I've been at CORE uh, that I've ever seen this, but we will be receiving all of the 3D models from the designers. This is already discussed. That sounds very good. It is. How this will go, I'm not sure. My ideal would be to also get together the designers and give them access to Trimble Connect and for them to upload the 3D model. This will be discussed exactly in the following months. Hopefully that will be the approach, but in a future uh, video, Petra, I will, I will yeah. tell you exactly how <laughs> that, uh, that went. But sure, what, I, sure. what I, I can say for sure is that they will provide the 3D models because it's in the contract. Okay. So <laughs> that's amazing. <yeah. laughs> I'm I'm very confident that uh, we can uh, do something amazing with this project and I'm very much looking forward for the tunnel because um, in Romania motorway tunnels are a very taboo subject. Designers have been pretty much afraid to create designs for tunnels, but now we have to traverse the Carpathian mountains, so unfortunately we don't have any other options. No which, choice. Mm -hmm. Exactly, no choice, which for me is great because I will get to see how live a tunnel is being built, which also interests me, of course, as a beam coordinator, but also as a surveyor. It okay. would be very interesting to see the approach. So I will keep you guys updated with this project. I'm very confident that we can do something amazing here. When will this project start? When you will start building actually this project? The design phase ends in June 13, June 2023. So 1st of Next July. Year. Yes, 1st of July 2023, we enter the execution phase. Okay, sounds good. The most likely scenario, we will start at the start of the year. I don't know, maybe February, March with mm -hmm. the site organization stuff. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. move on in the summertime to actually go in the execution of the actual motorway. And when is this project scheduled to be finished? So it was... I think the execution time is three years or three and a half years. I'm not 100%, but three years or three and a half years. So okay. 2024, 2025, something like that. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm very looking forward to it. Oh, another thing I will be receiving here from the designers. I will be receiving the geological model. So, or the stratum. This mm -hmm. is only for the tunnel, but we yeah. will be having all of the layers under the ground as 3D objects. That's another thing I'm quite curious to see how we can use that. But mm -hmm. it's something new and it's something interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. As I said, I'll get back to this when I have more information, hopefully next year. Another use case we are using, sorry, in Trimble Connect. This is a, for a port expansion uh, project we have here in Romania. We can actually do clash detection within the Trimble Connect uh, environment, which has been very helpful for us because in this particular project, we have like something around 200 electrical uh, manholes or whatever you want to call them and a lot of pipes under the port so this has really helped my colleagues on the project to see exactly what's happening it's one thing to see clash detection let's say in a 2d environment which a line does not have a width a real width and it's another thing to to see it in 3d so this was also because of the particularity of this project with a lot of utilities it was really really helpful for us okay that's very cool that you could use actually trimble connect yeah it's quite interesting that can be used also for clash detection although it's not as advanced as other tools but it's cool that you can do it in the same tool yeah it's it's helpful because you can do it uh, as you said the same tool in a browser so yeah you don't have to install stuff new stuff it's been quite useful the idea is to try to not use one million different software and this allows us to work more i don't know compact let's say <laughs> another weird i think use case something you don't see very much about for trimble connect would be this okay so visualization is what thing but what i did here in this view we actually had at one point my department we had a presentation for the whole company regarding 3d paving so taking the 3d models and putting them in the paver and also the in the total station to be able to pave without sticks on site so what i did in dribble connect i got some uh, 3d models from 3d warehouse of total stations and pavers and during the presentation i would explain to them exactly what's happening so something like this the total station is giving the coordinates to the paver and then it moves 100 meters and then it takes the <laughs> the coordinates from this total station so on and so forth and people actually came to me after the presentation and were very pleased because it was much easier to understand this in a visual way this mm -hmm. would be a, a little bit yeah. yeah yeah you cut out a lot of confusions when you do this yeah it's one thing to talk to, to tell stories but uh, people if they see something with their own eyes it's much easier for everybody a picture is worth a thousand words right they say exactly. so that's that's very true we are like we are uh, beasts that uh, can uh, learn very quickly visually yeah it's much more easier to understand things visually yeah i agree and a lot of people have told me exactly this expression that a photo is worth one thousand words okay to step back a little bit now from tremble connect when the innovation department started in port romania one of the biggest biggest focuses and use case if you could call it over beam approach to a project was machine control so taking the 3d models and putting them into machines normally mm -hmm. this is not something new in romania in most major infrastructure projects this is it, more or less everybody uses this but what's happening so somebody is creating the 3d model in software in civil 3d in business center whatever they are converting it depending on what type of equipment they have on the machines 
they are putting it on a USB stick and going to the machine on site and putting the 3D model into the machine. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. It works. Of course, it works. I've also worked like this, but we have a little bit of a different approach. So we are linking the Trimble Connect uh, project we have and that I showed you to another solution given uh, to us by Trimble called Trimble Works Manager. And what's happening, we are taking the designs that are already hold in Trimble Connect and transferring them here. So how would this look exactly? Okay, so this would be a map view for the port site. There is one machine currently in the project, but it's not working. As I said yesterday, it was an actual holiday, so nobody's working, I'm assuming, today in Romania. So yeah, if somebody was actually on site, this would have been with green and you can see it in real time how it uh, moves around the site. This is all nice and good, but why? Why is this useful? So we are taking the designs from Trimble Connect and putting them in these new projects here in Works Manager. In this case of the port, it's a platform. It's not very complicated. So yeah, there's one design. Of course, the design changes constantly and we upload it here and it automatically updates also in the machine. So you don't have to go again uh, physically with the stick and put it. Imagine if you have 20 machines on site, they don't know what version they're working on. If I have mm -hmm. everything, all the machines here, they always know that they are working on the same design. But as I said, this project was a platform. It's not that complicated, but again, going back to the railway project. So the railway project, we had to put into the machines, all of these uh, steps, let's say earthwork steps, how they actually dug on site. So how would that look from a machine control point of view? So in this case, we had three machines and works manager for this site. And we had something along the lines like 80, 90 surfaces designs. So imagine that this would have been translated in going out with the car to the actual machine and with the USB stick. You can, yeah, I mean, everybody I think can imagine how much time has been... Uh, has it's necessary been, for that, yeah. Exactly, how much time is necessary to do all of the strips. And then you don't know, he's working on that design, he's working on that design. But because all of the machines are connected to the internet, we are just feeding the design here and the operator of the machine doesn't even know what's happening. He just sees the correct numbers on his uh, board, on his tablet, actually, on the machine. Mm -hmm. so this was really, really useful for us. Imagine, like, a situation where you have, uh, I don't know, 50 machines on site and the design is constantly changes. It's impossible to track to know which has what design, what's happening. So this was also very, very useful for us. Yeah, it's a very high probability for errors to happen if you don't have a tool that has revision control. Exactly. I agree 100% and the people on site also agree with us, <laughs> which is nice. And now to get a little bit, um, I could talk about different cases for Beam. We use a lot of stuff on our sites. We use augmented reality. Because we are here in the, this works manager. Yes. Does this also eat IFC files as well? No. 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 What we are pushing here are surface models. What do you do if you have an IFC model? How do you convert it to this? 
if I have an IFC model, I would have to go through, through a different software like Civil 3D or Trimble Business Center and create a surface out of it. Because the surfaces that are being put in the machines, how can I yeah. explain this best? So the actual surface, let's say here for the ballast, the surface itself is only, do you see the red line here? Yeah, yeah. So the red line connected to the other red, the yellow line, sorry, connected to the other one and the other one is what represents the surface. What you are seeing here also has depth, see? Yeah. So when you put, when you, we are talking about machine control, we are not talking about 3D solids, things okay. that have actual volume. We are yeah. talking about a surface, which is a triangulation of mm -hmm. sorts. So it has okay. no depth. So if you would receive an IFC, this is actually IFC, what you're seeing here. I would then have to go and manipulate the IFC in such a way to only get the top part of it or the bottom part of it. So it has no volume per se. You can imagine it as a piece of paper. It has no depth. That's yeah, yeah. what you put into the machine. Okay, I understand. That makes sense. As I was saying, a pretty different use cases we have on our sites also um, encompass the AR part, augmented reality. So we use this device called Site Vision and put the designs also in Trimble Connect. And then you can go on site with the Site Vision and see the design in the real world coordinates. And also, we are also doing stuff like this using Unreal Engine. This is more marketing part of it but we are we can create using the 3d models stuff like this so yeah we the gamification or what you want to call of the construction industry by the way this also works in vr and i was uh, i actually did create at one point the application using unreal in which you can join different people can join in the same uh, game let's say Imagine wow. you're playing Counter-Strike or something. So you can go in the 3D model of the construction site and talk to people using microphones and basically hold a meeting in the future construction site. Really, really cool stuff. Yes, yes, yes. We are very <laughs> enthusiastic, let's say, about uh, new new technologies. And we are trying to find, uh, always trying to find out new ways to to use these models. And this is, as I said, very useful for marketing. Uh, colleges, uh, I've been to uh, colleges to present this and the students were very impressed and never seen anything like this. I mean, to see a game compared to see a 2D a drawing, uh, drawing <laughs> on paper, it's a little bit mind blowing for them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. This is where the future is heading us. It's much more effective. It's funnier and much more enjoyable to use it why not just use it why use older stuff and technology right i agree <laughs> i have a question about side vision how happy are you with the tool you know you can do stuff with trimble connect augmented reality version as well right yes okay yes currently we are testing for the new motorway project that i showed you here I actually had a request for one site manager for me to prepare the surface model of the motorway. And he wants to go on site with a site vision, point it down at the ground and see, we still have to dig 
20 meters. We still have to fill one meter and to uh -huh. check the execution like that. So requests are being brought to me by the actual people working on site. It's not market gimmick anymore, site vision. It's they are actually, actually using it. Couldn't you use Trimble Connect AR for that? Is not enough. What else more does site vision do for you that precision? precision because you are using GPS. You are using a GPS in the case of Trimble Connect AR that's useful for, in my opinion, for buildings where yeah. you can orient the model based on QR codes, so on and so forth. If you are in an open field as infrastructure projects are, it's, in my opinion, easier to work with the GPS. Most likely we will use Trimble Connect AR for the tunnel mm -hmm. because the GPS doesn't work in the tunnel. Yeah, that's true. That's true indeed. So there is the use case for side vision, especially yes. for infrastructure, because if it's not tunnel, then you are out in the open and you can get also quite good precision from the GPS. Okay.